I need this to get me through my afternoon. What am I looking for? Beer can or is it more uh, swipe right if it curves right? Drop it. Duncan and both come correct. Um, and the the older one, she's she's really kind of taken to the the watching of the horror movies that will allow her to watch this year. So she's been picking off a couple of first time watches. So we watched um, Beetlejuice two nights ago, um, which was a ton of fun because um, I was like, uh, did we try? Yeah, we'll give her a shot of Beetlejuice, and she she thoroughly enjoyed it. And then we watched the first half, although we're still to finish it, of Little Monsters, which I hadn't seen since. I must have been nine when that movie came out. Um, yeah, that's the Howie Mandel joint, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I hadn't seen it since. Um, so I watched the first half of that last night, and it, yeah, it, it like very much aimed at her age group. So she's having a ball with that, and we're going to do some other. I think we're going to try Sleepy Hollow this weekend. Um, have, I think she might like that. So. Have you considered uh, Sallow? <laughs> has that come up yet um every day of my life bro every day of my life hey and welcome to duncan and Bo <laughs> slash fiction aka duncan and Bo. uh come correct mm-hmm. uh i am half of your host for this uh you know live stream debacle um my name is Bo. with me as ever is the lovely the talented the fresh smelling duncan uh, considering Sallow for my seven-year-old mm-hmm. so there we go my own duncan <laughs> idaho i call him <laughs> duncan i don't know what <laughs> what yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> um at any rate uh this is uh slasher season three is what we're covering we are up to episode three uh feels like we've been in this world forever it it kind of does, and I don't know what makes <laughs> this one different from like other uh, slasher seasons. But this you just feels director, like it's... the director of Piwacket is doing every single episode this season. What? He's directed every single episode of, of, of season, season four or season three. No, season three. I look. I wish that I could have told you that I knew that, and I didn't. <laughs> That feels yeah, like something I, I should know. The only reason, the only, the only reason it clocked, I clocked his name this time around on the credits, and I was like, "I know that name." Is that's the Piwacket did? So I jumped on the Piwacket did to IMDb. Entire season three, one director. That well, mm. I mean, this has all must the pacing well. of a Piwacket. Yeah, must have paid well though. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of thinking. I'm thinking that guy because I remember when he did the kind of press tour for Piwacket, we saw that play at Fright Fest the year it came out. And basically that's what he was saying is in between Backcountry, which I think was his first movie, mm-hmm. and Piwacket, I think he really struggled to kind of get the finances and all that together for that. So off the back of a Piwacket, you know, the the offering of a of a slasher, I'm assuming he made this after. Um or maybe did it before and decided that it was going to make a real thing. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, there you go. Um, so same director all the way through. Can't remember his name. Something McDonald. Andrew McDonald. David McDonald. Maybe. No, the E McDonald. Can't remember what his first name is. So uh, what's he Andrew? Uh, Andy. Andy McDonald. 
this is riveting. Uh, I, no, I I mean I I just don't know is the thing that that's my problem is that uh, I am not feel uh, familiar with Mister McDonald one way or to other. Mm. Um, well, he is yeah the entire the entire third season he is the sole director. I mean, I guess it's a singular vision. I guess that's something to hang our hat on. Is that it's all just one dude? Yeah, it's easy to blame, I think, is what you're trying to say. And I yeah. agree. Yeah, easy easy to blame. Um, uh, he did it. Barnum. All right. I'm going to crank my audio up just a little bit. And that should be a little bit better. Anyway, uh, so thanks uh to everyone uh joining us here in the chat hello alan uh let us uh dither no more and let's Ooh. get into what we do here on the show the dark business of duncan and Bo come correct yeah truly, snatch all the way yes, all the way it truly snatch. truly begins with uh us uh talking about movies we've been watching uh, one good one bad a piece Mm-hmm. and i'm gonna let me get this out of the way i just want to i want to uh, get this nonsense done get out of the way get it uh, like uh, uh, get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, i say um i uh my bad for uh the last you know since last we talked a couple of weeks ago is halloween kills i did not care for halloween kills you and i have <laughs> talked about halloween kills he's still holding on to that it's just it's just the worst thing i watched is all I'm saying. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. But but it's let not me the t- worst thing I've watched all because I've seen at least three movies that are worse than Halloween Kills in I, the last week. So. I know that. That's why I'm getting this out of the way. I did not care for Halloween Kills. The internet is rife with opinions about Halloween Kills. Some of them it's I, I fun. share. I've I've enjoyed reading it. It seems that it's as what as Blondie once sang, uh, one way or the other. Uh, it <laughs> appears to be like there is a divide. It was Blondie, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it, no, it was. I'm just trying to figure out how, what that has to do with Halloween Kills. Uh, well, no, the the audience are split one way or the other. Oh, so it's like they're right, either 100 percent in, or they're 100. percent This is the worst thing that has happened to cinema this year. And I'm like, it's definitely not the best thing that's happened to either the Halloween genre um, or the you know or cinema in general. And it's certainly not the worst thing. So. I'm still in camp. It's not a good movie, but it's not the worst in the series. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I I think one of the funnier takes, and I think this might be um, one Jamie J. Sammons who said this and made me laugh. Um, she was like, I can't believe like all these people bagging on Halloween Kills and Malignant. And it's like, <laughs> well, I mean, those aren't like the two pillars of horror this year it's not like you know we're not killing any darlings i'm I'm like malignants as it stands just now malignants in my top 10 for the year and i i'm fucking shocked that a james wan movie is currently sitting in my top 10 that movie is that movie at least understands its tone and holds it all the way through it which is a lesson that david gordon green should have used and employed during halloween kills yeah uh, which is pick pick a just just pick a tone and just keep it let's see if you want to go campy just keep it campy all the way through see if you want to make it super serious just make it super serious all the way through oh yeah and don't just bring back people because they were in the original (laughs) listen (laughs) let me to dispute your your point or or perhaps reinforce it 
Andrew Ooh. Valdez saying, um, you know, it's still not Busta Rhymes in Halloween Resurrection. And that's a great point. It, I will say right now, Halloween and Busta Rhymes is that that movie knows its tone all the way right through it. Yeah, it's very silly, but I'm down for it. Um, 100%. Like that movie, like Busta Rhymes is knowingly in a bad movie. And that, you know, that does that, you know, that brings a wry smile at my face. That is a garbage film, but that is an entertaining garbage film. Whereas Halloween Kills is part an entertaining film and part a just complete clusterfuck. Yeah, and yeah. the reason I want to get out of the way is like, I don't hate Halloween Kills. I think it's deeply yeah. stupid. Yeah, I, I I disliked it more the last time we talked about it, just because <laughs> I had seen Halloween 2018, and after yeah. watching Halloween 2018 again, I was way more open to Halloween Kills being good. And yeah. then when it was what it is, and yeah. I saw it, it was kind of a smack in the face. I was like, "Oh come on, man! I was trying to give you a a fair <laughs> shake. Come on, David Gordon Green! I was trying to I was trying to be a guy." I was trying to be a guy and and let you let you get it give it a shot. I the, just love that he took the original take of setting the second movie on the same night as his first movie with Michael Myers just killing people on Halloween. I mean, it was a very original take. And you know? yeah, and a large portion of it is set in a hospital, not unlike say Halloween two. Yeah, with, with Jamie Lee Curtis bedbound you know yeah unlike halloween 2 <laughs> halloween 2 by the way superior to halloween kills oh god yeah oh like if anyone's arguing against that they're a fucking moron like there's <laughs> like like there's absolutely there is no there's no real way that anyone can say that halloween kills is a better movie than halloween 2 like that movie is it's just mean and I kind of love it for that. It's just that mean, mean fucking movie. And yes, it makes some it makes some decisions that some people don't like. Like it makes Michael Myers, uh, you know, Laurie Strode's brother. Which I mean, once again, if that's the thing you're hung up on, really, is that the worst thing in the movie? Like, you know, what I mean, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I'd like I like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I, right. it's a it's a, a a movie which weirdly tries to be different from tries to write out the history of an entire franchise by making reference to all the installments and the entire franchise that wrote out like the mob justice from part four, the silver shamrock mask from part three, which are also in that movie for no reason at all. Like the camera pans past these kids wearing the masks and everyone's like, Oh yeah. Like, like Halloween, it's Halloween three. And I'm like, yeah, the movie that doesn't exist in his universe, just going to steal the mask from that and put it in there. I don't it's like using the word hack. But I like it's a hack fucking it's a hack job, dude. It's a it, hack job of a movie. You had the best comment about it, which was it's just a member berry movie. And that's totally 100%, what it is. Yeah. It's it's member, member boo, member. That's literally the entire movie. Yeah. Um, so that out of the way, I'm just gonna be yeah. uh, <laughs> that will be the last time I probably talk publicly about Halloween kills. Um, <laughs> until the next tape. <laughs> nah, I've I've pretty much talked about it on every platform that I have. Well, I've, I've got a proposition there. for you. I'm, my my plan is um, beginning of the next year. I always do my my top twenty movies. I always do like a spin off where I do my top five worst movies of the year. And I want you to come on and do that with me. Okay, so we can both do our top five worst movies. I, yeah, hundred percent. Yep, and uh, there is a chance maybe Halloween Kills may come up in that as well. So, yeah that's not know. crazy i mean yeah. it, de it depends uh, we'll talk about it later but yeah I, i'm down for that um 
So what what was your bad? Because I know you've been watching, unlike myself, I like I, the reason Halloween Kills was the shittiest uh, thing that I watched, it's because I'm doing my 31 of Halloween, and unlike yourself, yeah. where you do a lot of new movies, I'm just cherry-picking all the stuff that I want to watch. You're having fun with it, which I love. Uh, like, you're doing the thing I wish I could do, but because like, I do summer, because like, I do so many movies in summer series, I miss the majority of the year, and like Halloween, October is my catch up where I know for a fact I will guarantee 31 movies that have come out in the year that I'm recording it. So that to me is like a, like it's a big kind of benefit for me. Um, where did, where to go with this? Uh, yeah, I mean, easily the, easily the worst movie that I've seen was the one that I watched last night, which is Neil Blomkamp's Demonic, which is Jesus Christ, barely a fucking movie. I mean, I hear nothing but the worst about that movie. And I haven't seen it, and mostly because, A, I haven't had that much time, and B, everyone I, I have heard discuss the movie Demonic has said that it is total garbage. It's absolute fucking garbage. Like, like no one has lied to you, Bo Ransdale. In fact, if anything, they've validated the very accurate point. Um, this is a movie that, I mean, it almost blows my mind that, this is from Neil Blomkamp, and I, I would stress I'm not the biggest Blomkamp fan. I obviously like. I think everyone really enjoys District Nine. I think is a, a, a rather smart um, kind of sci-fi sci-fi movie, essentially kind of body horror sci-fi movie. Um, Elysium, I was okay with. I thought it was a bit. His message was a bit too on the nose. Uh, but I did like the Jodie Foster in that. She was kind of cool. Um, playing a villainous role, which you don't often see from her. Mm -hmm. um, Chappie, even Chappie, I didn't hate it. I just, I, it felt like a giant Beantvort um, music video. Oh, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm with you. For a second, oh, I was like, I thought you said Deanne for a second. And I was <laughs> like, uh, who is Deanne? Yeah, who's Deanna and why is Duncan speaking about her this yeah. Um Why are so you yeah, bad-mouthing got... Deanne? She <laughs> she was my babysitter, Duncan. <laughs> she knows what she did. Um, <laughs> like, never paid for that pizza bowl. Uh, but the... It's <laughs> a repressed memory coming back. Yeah. The... Jesus. <laughs> starting to twitch. <laughs> um, like, I didn't hate it. Um, I just found that, like, it was, it kind of, it was a bit of a senseless movie. Which, once again, I'm not against senseless movies, watch tons. Uh, but so I don't know what I like. I already knew coming into this, it was going to be a bad movie because everyone had said it was going to be a bad movie. But I was that way, but I'm still like, it's still a guy who has made movies that have made multi millions doing a horror movie. I mean, like, he's, he's slumming it a little bit. It's an, you know, an exorcism possession horror movie. And with, we know what the rule is of that is unless that movie is the exorcist mm -hmm. then don't make one um and yeah he even he i think he actually has retrospectively made movies that i think are utter trash better now by the quality of his movie <laughs> so he's he, like he's set the bar so fucking low now that movies are now moderately good he's like <laughs> i will make you like elysium like yeah it's just i just I don't know, like, it's a movie that is, it's a movie that doesn't do character development, that barely does plot, that has, like, kind of CGI effects, which are fucking awful. 
like it's a kind of virtual reality world your main character gets like absorbed into which feels like kind of it's two steps away it's slightly better rendered lawnmower man um and I'm, i shit you not did watch it's fucking awful absolutely awful you're the kind bit- of selling me on it because no, you know dude. how i feel about this but there's but the thing is there's no there's no enjoyment from it there's no enjoyment okay. in seeing this movie failed oh it, it's and not like sloppy bad it's just bad no he's yeah he's i he has pushed this this is the guy that does like digital effects and all the rest and all his movies and he has pushed this out because i think on some level he thinks it's good I mean, like all of a sudden, that mantis and the Argento's Dracula starting to look pretty good right now. So I'm saying, like, let's not say <laughs> things we can't take back, Duncan. Do it, watch it. Um, do it, like you don't believe me? There'll be a super cut somewhere online of it. But basically, it's the the premise involves <clears throat> this girl who we know nothing really about. We don't get any real information about. Finds out that our mother is <laughs> our mother, who she's estranged from, who was a serial arsonist. Um, is in a coma at some medical facility and she's asked to help out by what you think are doctors to undergo a procedure where she will go into a virtual reality of her coma so she can make contact with her mother but in doing this she finds that her mother is possessed by what can only be described as like a demon parrot like it's like a bird it's like a, a demon bird um, that's that so is a like, yeah macaw um, like so, <laughs> it's like literally, it's something like it's, a, a drawn of it looks fucking ridiculous. Um, and like, but the, the what she doesn't realize is the doctors that have em- employed her to basically go into this virtual rat thing work for the Vatican as secret exorcist. Fuck, fuck. Oh, but none I of like them, all of this, Duncan. Right? This yeah, sounds real stupid. Again, right? None of this is. But there is no. There's no. There's nothing. And like even the conceit of this movie is that the only way to stop the possession or whatever is to use the fucking the spear of Rampadara or whatever it's fucking called. The holy hand grenade of Antioch. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> she just fucking made it up. Um, so like a spear thing that if they if they basically stab the person that's possessed, it will, it'll, you know, exercise the demon or some shit like that, and. But instead, they, they go into virtual reality to do it instead of just stabbing the mum in the real world, which would just do the same thing. It's just they think about nothing. Like, there's like no character development. It's shot real shitty. Um, like, the, uh, nothing makes nothing in the movie makes sense. And you, like, literally, if you told me, well, what does the main character do? Well, what does our main protagonist do for a living? I don't know. If you were to ask me what she, you know, how old she is, I don't know. I can't even hedge to take a guess. If you were to ask me what our friends do, I don't know. If you were to ask me what our relationship status is, I don't fucking know. It takes no time at all in doing any groundwork in character development. And as a result, I couldn't give a fuck about it. I literally couldn't care. Mm-hmm. Your audio's dropped out for me just now. Where's your audio going, Bo? Oh, sorry. That was my fault. Um, 
You're like, let me edit my comments, Duncan. You ignorant. I, I was collecting my thoughts, Duncan. <laughs> that's what was happening. Uh, no, I was saying that sounds like garbage, but it also sounds like my kind of garbage. Uh, you'll not like it. You'll not. I, I guarantee you'll not like it. I, I guarantee what will happen is you'll go in thinking this is going to be shitty. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to have so much entertainment value through the roof. You get to the end of it, you go, no, this is just shitty. And that's the problem. There's no, like, you couldn't even do a, like a, this is, not even a, this is so bad, it's good. Mm -hmm. You can't even do a, this is just, this is bad trash. That's it. Like, I've just watched that Willy's Wonderland with fucking Nicolas Cage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tonight, which is a trashy, bad fucking movie. But there's a bit of, you know, there's a bit of camp. There's a bit of entertainment value in there. And as a result, it's it's a bad movie, but the experience wasn't terrible. This is just a bad movie where the experience is terrible. It's up I, I, between him. I posted it last night. There's there are two Neils this year that have released movies. Two Neils that used to be bankable names. One being Neil Marshall and the other one being Neil Blomkamp. And between the two of them, right now, they are fighting for worst horror movie I've seen this year. What was the Neil Marshall joint again? What was that called? The Reckoning. The Reckoning. That's right. You told me about that fucking, one too. Oh, dude, dude, just a awful fucking movie. Just like a, like a, like an exercise in how to just make a fucking awful movie. So, all right. Well, let's let's move on to the good stuff and exorcise. Yeah. <laughs> I have exorcised the demons. Um, this house is safe, bro. By the way, Andrew Valdez uh, posing the question, maybe Neil Blomkamp does feature movies for hire to produce his short films for his own studio stuff. Well, like the, from what I gather, he made, he made the movie during COVID because he wanted to make a movie and having done a bit of research online, there's like a super, there's a super cuts on YouTube of like interviews that he's done where he basically openly says he doesn't like horror movies or possession movies. So why the fuck did he make one? Right. It would also make sense because it has every cliche you've ever seen. I mean, uh, I, I, I post, I, I kind of posted um, online about this saying that his making of Demonic once again solidifies my opinion that Ridley Scott's Alien Covenant basically burning out any opportunity of Alien 5 happening with Blomkamp at the handle was the right thing to happen. Because everyone, everyone online has been like, I can't believe we didn't get Alien Five from Blomkamp. Oh, like boohoo! And I was like, ah, well, I mean, is he that like he did write District Nine? Are we, are we still trading off that movie? Two movies on, he's done nothing that remotely makes me think he's qualified for it. And everyone was kind of boohooing about it. Mm -hmm. All they have to do is watch Demonic and see. Do you now want to see that movie? Do you like, do you physically now want to see? His Alien 5, because I tell you right now, the answer to that is a hard fucking no. Shit. Shit, movie. All right, all right, okay. Ah. So ah. Ah. let's talk good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And let, let me, uh, uh, part of the 31 Days of Halloween I did, but it was a movie I just hadn't seen in a long time. And I also have a little bit of a, a, a an axe to grind. Oh, I love it when Not Will grinds his axe. Oh, uh, I do. <laughs> enjoy a, a nice axe grinding on occasion <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to pay a little extra for that and yeah i'm not above it Patreon. <laughs> so here's i watched the hitcher from 86 oh uh, i hadn't seen that in a very long time and the hitcher man 
What a fucking great movie that is. Dude, as I told you before, it's in my top 10 horror movies ever fucking made. It's And there's a reason behind that. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I again, it had just been a long time. But okay, so here's my axe to grind, and then I'll, I'll circle back to how good that movie is. But Go the axe I have to grind is that there is not a good release of that movie available. It's coming this year. No, it's coming next year, sorry. Early next year, 4K. Who's putting it out? Studio Canal. Okay, fantastic. Because it... The, the, here's what I, I was able to watch. Uh, there, the Blu-ray, there's like a German Blu-ray that you can import <laughs> for like 80 bucks. And I like them. Hitcher. Yeah, <laughs> Das Hitcher. <laughs> das Rot gonna how is good, they say. <laughs> so you can, you can buy Das Hitcher. Or you can rent it from, not even rent it, you got to stream it from Max Go, the Cinemax streaming service. Right. And the the transfer they have is like the old HBO pan and scan of it. And it's like, what are we doing with this movie? This thing is beautiful. You know, you can tell because it's these great southwestern landscapes and you know rudger hauer looking just gorgeous because he's young rudger hauer and all of that and i'm like this looks like trash it can't undo how good the movie is fortunately but i can't wait to see this thing with a a decent widescreen presentation with a good transfer behind it but well i've literally the the two movies i think i've i've like openly campaigned for the longest time for like a good like at a minimum 2k transfer are surprisingly linked and i didn't know how they were linked until i did an episode where i covered both these movies um like years ago and it was you mentioned our our good friend jamie g sammons it was her husband brian who actually was like oh they're written by the same oh eric red yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, eric red wrote that and near dark for sure yes he did well near dark also has no fucking great transfer for that movie, and both those movies are getting released next year in 4K. So, I well, yeah, I mean that's a and both of too. them, but like when you think about it, the, well, the it totally makes sense because of the the place the places that are shot, landscape, cinematography, all this. But both those movies, like specifically the Hitcher, because like I said before, like Near Dark might be my favorite vampire movie. The Hitcher is definitely up there amongst my just strap yourself in for terror for the next ninety minutes. Um, like Rutger Howard is absolutely terrifying in that movie, and he like for like the your introduction. See him in the car, just talking about like you know, and, and then I cut off his arms, and then I cut off his like, and you're just like, this is fucking terrifying, like, absolutely terrifying. And he does not. He is sitting in a car talking to someone, mm-hmm. and it will make you shit your pants. So I want you to say four words. I yeah. want to die. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's terrific. <laughs> he is so good in that movie. Yeah. And like th- w- that scene when they're in the cab of the semi, the whole mm. Jennifer Jason Lee being torn apart scene. But when he says uh to see Thomas Howell when he's like, "Why do you think you're here?" Mm. And see Thomas Howell doesn't give him an answer. And he th- and he doesn't it's like I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. It's that mm-hmm. look. Of just mm-hmm. like, I need you to understand what our relationship is. And yeah. th- the reason I'm doing this to you is, A, just random chance. 
but also because you fought back you're a challenge yeah you know and and so we have this unspoken rivalry yeah this, where, is, this is what makes him alive yeah absolutely you know I mean? it's yeah, literally yeah. what makes this is what makes him alive he's like done this god knows how many times before and he's just not it's just been too easy it's become humdrum it's you know it's nothing that excites him at all and he's like well, you say he's finally got the challenge and it's like and every all the movies do it now like every home invasion movie does like he's similar it's the strangers you know why are you doing this because you were here or you were home or you were in or you whatever it is they all fucking do it now but the hitcher was their first ball it did it better it's the greatest it, yeah, I was blown away. Like it truly, it had probably been twenty years since I'd seen. Oh that. man, and I envy you. I watch it every other year. I've got. I'm the same as you. I've got a shitty rip. Yeah, that's on a hard drive. Um, and it's like I, I can't like because for years we've been like maybe the screen factory will pick it up. I've been pushing like my kind of contact to Arrow. I've been bugging him every year, and every time Arrow posts a. You know what title should we release? I guarantee within the first three comments, the hitcher comes up every time they do it. But turns out rights issue, and that rights issue is because Studio Canal wants to put it out, and I will buy that as soon as it fucking lands. Cannot yeah. wait, cannot wait. Absolutely, what a again, just a one of those. Like I remember it being good, and I forgot that it's actually great. Yeah, you know, oh, uh, so good, man. It's it yeah, just a brilliant film. Um, okay, Duncan, what about you? <laughs> Give me something good. Um, I'll I'll I'll, I'll hit you with a, a very quick one and then go to my my main one. It's a movie that I recommended to you, which is My Heart Can't Beat Unless You Tell It To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, thoroughly enjoyed that one. That's a like a that's a small indie movie. Um, that is kind of like a, a kind of cross between the battery and maybe let the right one in um, all right that so i like the, both of those things the, the kind of setup for this is that it's um family it's a brother sister and another brother a younger brother and the brother and sister are essentially committing murders uh, they're getting murders um like they're, they're, um, they're, yeah and yeah. um, they're committing murders essentially to bring blood back to their younger brother who is a vampire a vampire um so they're sustaining them but the wear and tear of just doing that is like is destroying the the family dynamic and that's as much as i'll give you on it i thought it was fucking great like so it's very much of the this has not a lot of budget but it's all invested right into really great character development and any effects are in it are, are used wisely um, so it's a, it's a, it's, it was a jaw-droppingly good movie. The main one, though, the one that like, fucking flattened me, uh, is Come True, which I think is so good. Um, I just, I'd like, it finished, and I was just like, oh, my God, God almighty. Um, it's a kind of, it's more a kind of sci-fi sort of movie with horror tendencies, in the vein of a kind of it follows, as a kind of it follows vibe to it, but more, as, and the way I described it was, it's like it follows and possessor, uh, minus all the gore of possessor and all the real terror of it follows, but it still has those. It has like the, the weird technology vibe and the kind of pseudoscience of possessor, 
and the idea of something coming for you which won't stop of it follows so basically it's about a, a young girl a homeless girl chosen like a, a self-inflicted homeless girl she won't go home essentially uh, who suffers from insomnia she takes part in a sleep study uh, at this weird clinic and she goes under and um, there's something about her readings that fascinate the scientists but what she realizes is she's brought she's bought essentially you know how you get sleep paralysis I like do, those yeah, kind yeah. of weird like shadow things she's maybe brought them through into the real world with her and they then start essentially stalking her but there's a greater mystery in the background um it's fucking awesome i mean it's like it's shot like me and you would have an amazing conversation about this because there are like once you get to the end and you realize actually what's going on there are clear nods throughout the movie as to what it's doing and it wasn't until it finished i was like that just has just explained so much of what I've just seen. Um, Electric Youth do the score for it, so it's got an absolutely incredible kind of synthy score, like just like amazing. And it's I don't know, there's just something really, really, really compelling about it. It's like it's a movie that's easily shot into my top five for the year, like out of nowhere. And the thing is, people have been telling me about it since like April. I'm like Duncan, you're gonna love this movie. You're gonna love this movie. And I kind of I knew I was going to watch it as part of my thirty-one, but I, I also um, I fight against people saying, "Well, this is a movie Duncan will love," and I'm like, "You don't know me. I'm like, you don't, you don't know you. my life. You, you don't know what I like. Maybe I don't like the thing that you think I like." And I got to the end, and I was like, "That yeah, that's all I love this." Um, so yeah, it's, <laughs> they yeah, were right. You know me too well. Yeah, I hate being predictable. It's incredible. So come true if you've not seen it. I think IFC put it out in the states. Um, and it might be on one of your streaming channels because I know a lot of people have watched it. So if it's not on a Prime, it might be on a Netflix. So um, I'd be interested to chat about it because uh, I genuinely think it's it's something it's something special. Something it's something I've not seen done before. Um, it's like it's almost like a it's almost like a Cronenberg film with a heart, which is weird. Like it's got it's got that kind of clinical feel to it but it doesn't you know it also has like a core of caring for the characters which you don't often get in a a Cronenberg film so yeah it's my it's my thumbs up movie for this week the Duncan McLeish lock yeah I cannot do it honestly I like I'm now like my top five list has changed remarkably in the last two months so and I've still got things to see I've got this this weekend, I go and see uh, Last Night in Soho and Antlers at the cinema, which, I mean, Last Night in Soho is a new Edgar Wright movie. It has a it has a chance, because I do love him, and he's doing kind of quasi-giallo. Um, mm-hmm. And Antlers is a movie that I've wanted to see since it was announced, what, two and a half years ago? <laughs> I think that was when the trailer dropped. <laughs> yeah. I I still, man, the, I, the good and the bad of doing the 31 days of Halloween stuff is that mm. I've watched an, a lot of movies that I dearly love and some new stuff that I I'd never seen uh Zalowski's possession before this month. And why are we not talking about <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's a different story. Um but uh yeah, I mean you a, did, like you did, please tell me you didn't watch it with your other half. No, 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 no. That's not that is not a date movie. No, 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 no. We uh no. that that was something I I took upon myself. Um but I mean I loved it. And I'm still yeah. trying to figure out, like, well, I, is this what I think it means and that kind of thing? Mm. 
I thought it was great. Um, but yeah, but because I'm watching that stuff, I just haven't seen anything at all new. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm about, uh, two viewings away from being liberated somewhat. And yeah. so Plus I'm going to catch you up. do a lot. Of, you do a lot of that towards the end of the year. Anyway, your November yeah. and December is usually you polishing out the last of what people are talking about. And oh, in favor sure. of creating your list. So I mean that's uh, I mean that's about par for the course then. So yeah, yeah, yeah. In a in a different world, Duncan, where I had a little bit more planning, I would spread <laughs> this out some, but that's not the world we live in. No, no, I force you to watch a lot of stuff through the summer. So Yeah. And I mean I have a good time with all that stuff. And I also kind of like at the end of the year where it's like, okay, here's two months where I'm just watching kind of the best of the best. The people yeah. the, the stuff that people are like oh, this is going to be on my top 10 list. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. let me let me look and I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll I'll be the judge of your list. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I, I'm like the ref that shows up in the, the last half where yeah. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, let's see enough bullshit. Let's, I'll, t I'll tell you what's real. Uh, speaking of what's real, Duncan, let's talk about Slasher because that, that's what we've chosen. Um. This this opens with a character I forgot was fucking in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I would say there are maybe not as many flashbacks in this episode, but there's a yeah, substantial amount. But th there's there's quite a few. But once again, this this uh, has taken the level of taste and dropped it down a few rungs. There's a couple of scenes specifically in this episode that really made me uncomfortable to watch um just really 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 just not like not pleasant um not because it's gory or anything like that just the dialogue the way certain the way that certain demographics are portrayed in this tv show is is fucking reprehensible and it just it didn't get any better in this it just is it, doubling down every episode <laughs> like every he's like that you didn't like that well you won't like this yeah, it has all the nuance of, say, Twitter. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Twitter was a TV show, it'd be Slasher Season 3. Yeah. I think that, yes, 100%. <laughs> I think that is accurate. All right. Oh, my God. So this is, of course, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, because we're doing three-hour chunks of uh, the day. And uh, somehow people still are teleporting all over the place. But... Um, we open on Sadia's friend Jen. Yeah. Uh, this is a year before we start on a flashback to let you know. We start on a flashback. Yeah. To like we're not even well, we're not even giving you a second here flashback. Yeah. And it's um, her mom is having a screaming argument with Renee, and it <laughs> turns out it's like you know they have two moms kind of situation. Yeah. And, uh, she, and so Jen is texting her brother and is like, oh, this sounds like a real barn burner, huh? Who I thought was a cat. I forgot was a character in this. Yeah. 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 I so totally forgot about the brother. Yeah. Um, who may, it turns out be the killer. I think, I think I'll put my cards down on the table. I think after watching this episode i think connor and jen might be the killers oh i'm still i'm still going with two the thing that doesn't make sense to me is why they would have killed kit 
in the first step. Like, that didn't make zero sense to me because of the catalyst that we get in this one, which causes the accident. That, well, not the accident. The the self-immolation that we're about to discuss. That doesn't make sense to me. But I think I think that's the two of them that are in on it. Because I think there's an obvious red herring scene in this episode yeah. involving Jen, which makes no sense out with to try and confuse the audience, which makes me think. I, I'm still going down with two killers. So we were right at the school. If this pans out, by the way, if it doesn't, then once again, we'll be wrong. Like Bo's already stuck his neck on the line and we'll find out what happens when you do this in this season. Yeah. Uh Alan and Chad already saying, I uh, I can't wait to hear our reaction to the last shot of this series. I, Alan might not know this, but I've seen the final shot of Spiral from the Book of Saw. Um, and it will take it will take something pretty special to make that not the most jaw-dropping thing I've seen this year. So all right. Oh so <laughs> so yeah, so Jen and Connor are texting back and forth and being like, Oh, these two are really fucking arguing tonight. And Renee is, we don't know why yet, but Renee is like, you have ruined our lives. Yeah. Refers to her as a reaper. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, is she like in a biker gang or like, <laughs> oh, if only. Oh, yeah, well, that's the, yeah, that's where my brain was going. The, the, the answer to this is so much more dumb because mobile phones and the internet ball. I don't know if you know about this, but people are using them and bad things happen on them. I, I haven't heard anything like that, but I'll take your word for it, I guess. So, 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 so their mom leaves and yep. uh, then Jen looks outside and her mom just has a can of gasoline and is just like, oh, is this what you want to see? <laughs> she did What's the name? What's that movie? What's the scene? Um are you, oh, are you talking about hook. blown away it's with no it's hook it's hook. Oh, okay it's hook where like dustin hoffman's like don't stop me smee don't stop me and he's loading the gun he's like don't stop me stop me stop me don't stop me smee i'm going to do this stop me smee stop me and like dust uh what's his face bob hoskins is like and he's like stop me take this gun out of my hands me before i kill myself well you like keeps building it up that's exactly what the this is like, like she is like She's pouring the gas, which once again then makes the first episode that scene that made zero fucking sense, where Rennie was out in the courtyard pouring water over herself. Right, because she's zero, zero sense, but yeah. now it makes sense, Bo. So right. she's outside covering herself in flammable, yeah, <laughs> in petrol, and I dare you. <laughs> and so Jen and Connor are running downstairs to try to stop her. While, like everyone should be in this apartment complex. Well, Duncan, I don't know if you've heard about the internet, but what people are doing <laughs> is they're just looking out their windows and like taking pictures on their cell phones of this. There's woman. one specifically pernicious person doing this, Bo. Oh, do you mean Dawn? Yeah, Dawn. Um. So yeah, Dawn of the <laughs> Dead, Bo. Um. So, so she is <laughs> uh, the the mom. Is like you watched a boy get killed and you did nothing, and we see everyone watching, and then she pulls out her Zippo and yep. flicks her bick, yeah. And the next thing you know, up she goes in flame. Great, by the way, gr the the shot of this of her POV 
sparking the thing and then her hand lighting up on fire it's fucking excellent you know spoilers i suppose for pie but apparently this is a director who knows how to shoot people going up in flames this now makes a lot of sense but i hadn't even put that together but yeah this adam mcdonald adam mcdonald's his name thank you that's my brain that's why you have me here duncan to point out things like hey guess what yeah. duncan those two things both happened in these shows they both happened like so i depending on which one he did first he either stole the idea from slasher which i hate to think of pie whack pie having a scene in it ripped off from slasher season three um or vice versa like our martin was like we have to have at least one emulation scene because Pie it. So Adam yeah. McDonald was like, guys, you know what I know how to do? <laughs> I got I, I got an idea of how to fix this. Yeah. But like, the, the thing about you, like you set this up, she said, like she's screaming at everyone saying you let up, you know, you let you watched a man die, you did nothing, and all the rest. So I'm thinking, right, one, what is a Reaper, right? And because I'm still thinking bike gang. Um, and I'm like, there's a cheese in a bike gang, there's a neo-Nazi in that building. Some guy was selling cars to the Chinese. What fucking block of apartments is this? Um, I mean, it almost it feel it feels like it feels like a SWAT team, a la the raid, should be working their way all throughout this building up to the top to take out the criminal kingpin. It's literally, man. I'm telling you, that <laughs> Jen becomes Hammer Girl. Now I'm on board. Now this. <laughs> but they had him. Um, so like, so she's saying that, and you you get the indication she is so ashamed of what this building did in terms of their inaction with Kit. Which once again, what Slasher does, some people would say great. I would say because it has no ability to sustain any one thread for any length of time. Um, it undoes this very very quickly when we realize why she's called the reaper and maybe why she's trying to make this statement question mark because it doesn't add up to me at all yeah i mean mean, yeah yeah so you guys did nothing right yet the catalyst for her being called the reaper is something that she did and i'm gonna kind of side with the internet in this one kind of reprehensible so so the next scene duncan after we get our you know fancy slasher credits (laughs) it's literally all it does it's like a it's like a shite transformer literally what it is like that's like like michael bay's ran out of money and used the guy that did the effects for demonic um so he come in to do the, the slasher cred slasher the shite transformer um yeah <laughs> so yeah our detective is talking to bill mosley and she's like so what happened and he's like i'll tell you what happened i came in here for a cup of coffee <laughs> which and, i was gonna pay for <laughs> yeah which look i have paid for everything my entire life i've never not paid for anything she's like, that's a weird statement to say up front here no one was accused kind of thinking that maybe you weren't going to pay for it so i'll just write that down here i came in to pay for some food and not kill anybody (laughs) like i do (laughs) and yeah and um turns out of course you know as we saw in the last episode he drank some blood and spit it out yeah and uh, our new detective on the scene um, says, oh, well, uh, like the back room has all been 
cleaned up all spick and span like and we just can't find noah the hipster anywhere how like how much time does it take to not only remove a body from a crime scene extanguinate all the blood from it to fill into a coffee percolating system but then like go around everything leaving no trace even from luminol uh that's 52 minutes 50 fit well i'm glad we've we fit it comfortably into our three-hour time windows for yeah. episodes but so yeah i i'm just saying that's been my experience but i i have it down to a bit of a science that's good to know that's good to, i'll know who i'm calling first winston wolf bow yeah uh, is your name? i show <laughs> up early cleanup? in the morning in a full tuxedo <laughs> uh all i want is a cup of coffee <gasps> and yeah and so uh you know I, again it's just to establish that noah is missing and and there's blood everywhere and then we cut back to the school where we get a little behind the scenes of the teacher lounge where it's vera not miga our, our horny teacher and uh I'll, uh bo's prime suspect or, or my prime suspect until the very end of this show <laughs> and then um they're like so the horny teacher is flipping through her phone for the next dick she's gonna ride and beer not miga who has been a real sourpuss yeah uh all through this series is like tell me all about it you know she is fucking horny boy dude everybody everybody in this scene is horny as hell they're two seconds away from just like rubbing themselves up and down like the side of a couch <laughs> and all right so i mean you're you're right and as if that weren't enough mm. there is a third teacher that rolls in and Tatty to the max. She looks like she might be in the biker gang, the Reapers Bowl. <laughs> Dude, what she looks like is a straight up porn star. <laughs> a hip flask. She's got a hip flask. She's, She's talking about these little these little bastards in the class. The 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 fact that she doesn't have like a little vial with a Coke spoon necklace. Yeah, yeah. That is shocking. Yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah so this porn star shows up and <laughs> richard showed up and was like hey i'm a little late what episode of cobra kai are you guys talking about uh, <laughs> yeah i wish i wish but yeah so the porn star shows up and it's just like guys does anybody want some of my beverage which is yeah. at, probably absinthe let's be real i'm like let's go one step further this is fucking moonshine bro this is bathtub porn star gin um bathtub porn star gin like and they did not clean that bathtub when they fucking distilled that motherfucker like it is like like they, like she opens that hip flask and the paint and the wallpaper starts coming off the walls like, like <laughs> her her already uh fake eyelashes start to curl up at the end um and the, and then she takes off, and uh, Vera Not Miga is <laughs> is talking about how there was this fight with Cassidy and Shadia, and she's like, "It's not that big a deal, to, you know, kids fight." 
And then and she's like, eh, it's about terrorism, though. And she's like, yeah, potato, it's potato. fine. Ter- yeah, terrorism, schmerism. Let's look at those <laughs> dick pics. And she says, this is an actual line from this show. This she is says, a line from this show, by the way, because you can tell this has been written by a man. Yeah. Swipe right if it curves right. And then they just kind of giggle about fucking for a second. Just yep. we're we're professionals talking about fucking in the workplace. I think she literally says we should just skip out of school, get a taxi together and both get fucked by the stranger. That's kind of basically what she's implying. And she's like, oh, you behave. You're such a naughty teacher. I'm like, it's, what is this? Is this a porn set? It's crazy. It, could um, this be Naughty Toronto Teachers Volume 5? Naughty Toronto Maybe. Teachers uh, 3 was the one yeah. i was in <laughs> so it could be five i i didn't i didn't make it that far yeah. in the series i was They're here to off. teach you a lesson bo listening oh, you're Sick. good at this <laughs> well was, uh, in a past life this is what i did okay so. just name porn films yeah it was, i mean it didn't pay a lot but it was plenty <laughs> plenty of uh, plenty of scenarios set up for me to work with all right. All you had to be, it was mildly good at alliteration, and you could you could meet bank, but <laughs> naughty Toronto teachers volume five. I like, <laughs> I like that yeah. a lot. I'm gonna. We, that's our next T-shirt. Yes, make uh, that make that happen. <laughs> I can make that happen. So, uh, meanwhile, Jen and Sadia are hanging out, and Jen has downloaded an app that doesn't exist where you can track a phone that's not yours <laughs> allows you to track an iphone right you yeah. know the only app that will allow you to do that is an apple app mm-hmm. and you have to have logged into the phone in order for you to track it yes. so she's like this, the internet says that once again the internet the internet says that like this is the best one on there and basically all it does is tell them it's in the school which yeah. they by the way already suspected before she got the app yeah, it's the worst app in the world. <laughs> and it, it not only does it not exist, it it also is not very useful. No. So, <laughs> so if you're gonna create a fake app, at least make it work. Yeah. I mean, it's the world of imagination. If you're gonna dug hinting an app to begin with, at least yeah. make it critical to the plot. Um <laughs> so yeah, so they decide that they're gonna split up because they can do more damage that way. Mm-hmm. And Jen's like, I'm gonna go check the basement. And Sadia uh, goes to check the first floor where the the bathroom is. But yeah. we leave her because we're following Jen mostly this episode. Who gets a text from her brother, who uh, sends her a text that's like, "It's happening again." And then she flashes back to a video posted online mm-hmm. where Dawn has reposted a video that she took of their mother setting herself on fire. Yeah. And very rightly, uh, an online user known as Crepe Ape, which, by the way, <laughs> pretty pretty good handle. That's what I use. Yeah. So, it's me. I'll be, I'll be um, honest. I could go, listen, I go ape for crepes myself, Duncan. <laughs> the crepes are delicious. But Crepe Ape is like, hey, you're a terrible person. Stop <laughs> uploading videos of people setting themselves on fire. And she's yeah. like, look, I just wonder if there's a connection. Yeah, she's like, the, the horrible events that have happened in, like, in our apartment have, me, have reminded me of the horrible murders that have happened in this apartment 
have reminded me of a woman committing suicide. Not related, um, because one is a murder and the other one is suicide. Clearly mm-hmm. suicide. And she's like, I wonder if these two things are related. No, we know who the killer was in the self-immolation. The key is in the word self. Um, the other one, you know, was a murder. Uh, we know it was a murder because I was committed by someone else. Media. Fucking stupid woman. <laughs> like, you know, like, honestly. Yeah. And then, like... And then our our kind of our husband mm-hmm. Joe, who we last yeah. saw in the last episode, getting railed by his neighbor Angel. Yeah, yeah, getting down and dirty with Angel. Yeah. Um, he comes in and he like he attempts to be the moral high ground here, which uh, I don't know if he. Uh, um, and he's like, maybe we just like stop this video and you take it down. And she's like, oh, maybe we like maybe we'll do that then, or maybe maybe in fact there's a line here that doesn't make sense she's like um he, he pretends to like he's going to break the computer and she's like go ahead i'll just have another one here this afternoon one you won't and two i thought she needed money from him yeah but this Remember, is she was she was going to she would needed it to buy that evidence right she needed 200 dollars to go meet with some dude who was gonna yeah she needed 200 but she can just afford the new imac uh, right, whatever, Don. Um, uh, it was like, just so, going to be a Chromebook. It was just going to be a uh, real piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> but like she's, uh, she's like, oh, we'll take that video down. How about we replace that video then? Maybe we'll just replace it with that video of you and Angel. And she's like, you know what? I've, I've been thinking about this. Like, see that stuff, that guy on guy action. And this is once again another thing that's made me like super uncomfortable. Not the guy and guy action, but the way that she talks about it. Um, she's like, you know, that stuff gets, you know, that that, that, that always ramps up the, you know, the 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 the, the viewers and the watchers. Yeah, you know, I remember when I used to write fan fiction. That's what she says. I That's used right. to write fan fiction, and whenever I put two guys in it, fucking bo. When I, like that's when like i'd get more more hits and all the rest so i'm glad that she's like upgraded from fan fiction to whatever the fuck it is that she's doing now online um but she's like yeah maybe we'll just replace it but i've got a better idea maybe you guys should do it again and then we should have a poll where you describe what's better angel's loose asshole or my wet pussy yeah and i was like that's a line from the show that is not us just being gross the, that is a line from the show that one character says to another any show that was made what 2018 2019 yeah, 2019? yeah. Th- th- watching this show makes me a bad person i mean like everyone no one gets out of this untarnished yeah and including, including the, the viewer, viewer. <laughs> especially the viewer uh, like, had, had we not watched it on netflix in droves there would be no season four you know and joe very rightly asked what's wrong with you yeah <laughs> And I'm like, you're Joe, you're right. I mean, you're not a good person, but I'm on your side on this one. What is wrong yeah. with Dawn? And uh, w- one quick aside, uh, Alan throwing out uh, his own porn titles, uh, Degrading After Dark, which is just uh, Degrassi, <laughs> he says. Uh, uh, so then we, we cut back to Sadia for a completely pointless scene where she goes into the bathroom looking for her phone finds nothing and we get a shot to remind us that cassidy or, or emma not Bur- not roberts yeah. um emma not birds i think is what we call her wrong birds <laughs> emma wrong birds um <laughs> that she's up in the vents but we've known that since 
the second at the beginning of the second episode yeah yeah we saw we saw exactly where she was at the beginning of the second episode and she hasn't moved yeah so it's, it's good that we're it's good that we're coming back here every episode to make sure that her dead body hasn't decided to move keeping um, tabs on <laughs> her corpse it's like it's such a it's such a pointless scene uh, out with to give you another shock of that effect um you know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't. It, it, there's no. There's nothing served from that at all. And also, once again, that leading to my two killers theory, um, there appears to be two different. One killer seems to be moving bodies. The other killer seems to be leaving them on display. Oh, so you think that? It, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with you. Yeah, I think. I think there appears to be. I think. I still think it's the two. I still, I still think it's the brother and sister combo at the moment. Anyway, next next week it may be something different. But once Connor is killed. Yeah, well, like, well yeah, once Jen dies horribly, but that uh, maybe she wasn't the killer. Uh, but like, there's one. Like, there appears to be a killer killing people and hiding the bodies, and another killer who's blatantly displaying them. I.e. Uh, fucking Mark Stromboli who had his head chopped off mm-hmm. and mounted on a car and the teacher at the end of this episode against Noah and Emma Notburts um, who are both those, both those bodies have been hidden from sight so kind of feels like there's two but once again why did they kill Kit? It's going to annoy me that makes zero sense unless we get a flashback to show like she saw him like Jen saw him get a blowjob in the, the hallway I'm just going to say that's not a fucking stabable offense or it could be that angel killed kid oh and then but he has nothing to do with the new murders and the new murders are jen and connor because of the death of their mother oh right so ah copycat then yeah under the guise of i like that i like uh, that so uh we, you know we'll get to how we're wrong about all this later but <laughs> so then we we cut back to our super horny teacher who is starting an exam when Sadia comes in. Yeah. And uh this kid, this bully kid should be this is the the worst school and like I had bullies at my school. But this this school makes the bullies at my school who were horrible seem like fucking like angels. Yeah, well so this kid is like uh has an open flame and as Two Jen, some yeah. burners, which he has side by side he's like, hey, Jin, what does this remind you of? Reap what you sow! Reap what you sow! Which is what her mother was yelling when she was on fire. And Jin, very rightly, is like, just storms out of the classroom. What the fuck is wrong with this kid? Dude, what's wrong with the kid? What's wrong with this fucking teacher? Because she she chases after Jin and, like, sends the the kid to the office. Like, I'll deal with you in a minute once I... Mm talk to jen and rub one out and <laughs> then but we're not we're not specifying what order that is yeah either <laughs> right i might make you watch because i'm a little twisted uh i like it i'm a bit of a voyeur and but the teacher is talking to jen and jen's like that was so fucked i need to get out of here for yeah. a minute and she's like jen you can't do that because you need to finish your exam and you've got to take all of this abuse that's being heaped on you and you turn it into a moment that makes you a tougher or hornier. One of the two, maybe both. I can't, I can't decide that for you. You're like, nothing, nothing will make you focus more on the dissection of this innocent animal that you're about to study than channeling the hatred of your, your, your fellow students. 
and the trauma of your dead mother. Yeah. Remember when she burned alive? Uh, it's just so fucking what? Yeah, right. Well, this, I mean, kid, this kid gets a free pass. You I need I mean? you to same suck with, up a hate crime if you don't mind, and go go do your multiple choice shit. Same with the Sadia chick. She doesn't have to set that test. In any other school in the world, she doesn't have to set that test until either a couple of days later, or she just doesn't have to. She gets exempt from it for trauma. I I don't understand what we're fucking doing here. But she's she pushes that she pushes Jen back in to do this test. Um, for no real reason right yeah I, that blew my mind when she was like hey, we don't negotiate with terrorists bro. <laughs> yeah apparently not or tests you know <laughs> um but so that sends us into another flashback because it's been a couple of minutes and it's been a while and jen and her mom are coming home where they find kit just getting a beach in the hallway from some dude He's having his dick sucked in the hallway, and he don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, and and uh, Jen's mom is like, "Hey, do you mind not getting oral sex in the hallway?" He's like, "I don't mind at all." In uh, front of the schoolgirl, and like she's like, "Well, fine." Like Jen's mom's option here to to try and stop things from continuing on in the fashion that is doing, like she basically says, "Right, fine, we'll just stay here." So, like, Jen's yeah. mum's option is to keep her school kid child in a hallway watching one man suck off another man. That's the crazy part where she's like, fine, I'll just stand here and make a point then. And you're like, no, 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 you need to you need to cover that kid's eyes and usher yeah. her into a bedroom away from this side as quickly as possible. Yeah, you need to sit her down and have an explanation about one what those two guys were doing. I think you probably have an idea, but like let's just let's just confirm that you understand what your eyes have seen and this will not detrimentally affect you for the next, I don't know, 15 to 20 years unless you get help. Yeah. And so then our horned up teacher shows back up also in the hallway in our door handle honestly like she's like what's going on over here and she so she's got like she's side-eyeing the blowjob happening while jen's mom is like you're gonna die an early death if you keep this up uh to give us a real you know as you put it a red herring hashtag foreshadow bull yeah yeah and then uh we cut back to present day where a couple of uh thugs are taking some selfies with an axe and some druid mm. outfits on because apparently not only are we having a summer solstice party which i don't think is a thing but also no. everyone is dressing up like the killer of a dude who got killed at the, well, well, the thing last is you, one. The, the, let, let me tell you about the coolest thing that happens in in scotland right mm -hmm. and I, I advise everyone to check this out um about 30 minutes from where i live is uh, the the capital city of scotland a little place called edinburgh you may have heard it before because americans refer to it as edinburgh and it's not Berg, it's Edinburgh, right? Mm -hmm. E-U-R-G-H, Edinburgh. Um, and on that, there is a hill called Calton Hill, C-A-L-T-O-N, Calton Hill. And on Calton Hill, on the first day of the summer solstice, um, there is uh, an event called Beltane. So Beltane is the official pagan holiday that kicks off summer. And there is a massive fire ceremony which happens there on the hill 
where performance artists dress up like fucking druids and do a full paganistic ceremony and it lights the entire hill up at midnight in flame. And it's fucking incredible because everyone's naked. It's absolutely incredible. It's fucking amazing. So it does exist. It's not a rave in some Toronto dungeon uh, somewhere like that's the it's like, just saying I'm just saying they yeah. took the wrong message. They took it wrong, bro. They've twisted it and warped it. But it's you know it's it's absolutely one of the most incredible. So you, if anyone checks Beltane B E L T A N E, if you Google it, Beltane Edinburgh, you will see pictures of it. It is absolutely it's a, a thing to do if you ever have the chance to come into Edinburgh and you want to plan a visit around you plan it around two things. One, the Edinburgh Fringe, which is basically a month-long comedy festival, an arts festival. And the second thing, Beltane. Yeah. So yeah. Ram so, Man it, rightly pointing out this sounds like a scene out of the Wicker Man. Dude, they have it's as as incredible as like I've, I've been to it twice. And it's one of those things that if I could do it every year, I would go every fucking year. Um, but I just I can't I can't. Um but yeah, so like they're like, and it's a it's a druidic paganistic ceremony. So I like I get the solstice and the druid connection. What I don't get from this one is why this outfit is just so readily available now. So so we've moved into scream territory because you know like in scream, as soon as they find out the 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 kind of ghost face mask and outfit can be bought at any fucking dollar station um, along the highway or what I don't know. I'm just using American terms. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, I, like I can assure start- you, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I can assure you, none of that's right, Duncan. I don't um, know what a dollar station is, other than every everyone everyone starts dressing up like the Ghostface Killer. Like that's the thing; they're all running about the school and all the rest. That's basically what's happened here. Like everyone apparently has a druid costume. Like yeah. everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's apparently the yeah, it's in all the stores, the dollar stations, as you said, which dollar stations. I don't. Well, it's Canada. I get, I get the feeling that maybe they have dollar stations as opposed to dollar. Dollar Tree is it a Dollar Tree? There is, is a they... Dollar Tree. There's yeah, a Dollar so they have the General. Do- the Dollar, the Dollar Station. Yeah, it's... yeah. Up here we've got the Dollar Stationery. <laughs> you're a bad man. You're a bad, bad, bad man. You know, you're, you're it, it's well. right by the Hortons. You just <laughs> you get a couple of Timmies, hop over for your summer solstice mask, dress up like the Druid. We got a couple of rubber axes in there. Get yourself a double double <laughs> and a and a fake axe. <laughs> I think you forgot to say the word sorry, bro sorry um (laughs) but yeah so the actual honest to goodness druid or at least one of them passes by oh he's got a real axe yeah he's got an axe (laughs) boom 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 um but if they're like hey does that look like a real axe to you eh and the guy's like yeah i think it was a real axe eh and do do you think it was a real axe right he says like do you think that's a real axe and then the druid as if he has heard this, drops it on the ground so they can hear its metal and he starts scraping it across the concrete mm-hmm. before lifting up and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, what does that scene show us out with? There's some people dressed up with the dru- like a druid and the real druid is amongst them. I, <gasps> right. I think that's what we're establishing because, uh, well, we'll get to it. It's, uh, get, oh, wait, two scenes. Um, <laughs> and so we see Jen dissecting a, a frog in class for her exam. Yeah. And she finishes pretty quick, hands it in. The horned up teacher is like, oh my God, that you are so right. This is so sexy. The mm. way that all your answers are right. Mm. Uh, how about you have a good summer? By the way, do you have a vibrator? <laughs> Can I borrow it? Yeah. 
Do you want to use it together, baby? Because <laughs> I burned the last seven of Mings out yeah, we, yesterday. Like, we, all just yesterday. <laughs> we work in this, or we live in the same apartment building, and I know you know just by the fact that my garbage is like 80% AA batteries that, that I am going through vibrators the way some people go through disposable lighters. So if you've got one, or maybe your yeah. mom had one, and I know she's <laughs> not like, using yeah. it anymore. Yeah, she's not using it anymore. <laughs> Is it a 10-speed? You know, because I always do a 10-speed. Right, so. I, yeah. Uh, look, the I'm first, looking... the first, the first six are futile to me. They do nothing. I'm looking for a rabbit at the minimum. Yeah. So uh, we get another flashback here, where um, Kit and the horny teacher, who, by the way, her name is Kaylee, but I just think of her as the horny horny teacher. She's a horny teacher, and to yeah. be honest with you, by the end of this episode, we don't need to know her name. So it, very true. And so they're in the laundry room of this apartment building. <laughs> this backfires fucking spectacularly <laughs> right where she's like so i noticed you were folding your shirts you know i used to work in retail i know that sounds sexy but mm -hmm. it's even truer so i'm gonna show you how to fold some shirts i've got this plastic thing that i learned to fold shirts with when i was working at the gap or whatever <laughs> and i was gonna be Incidentally, i have the same thing <laughs> I have one of them. In the oh, house. do you I, really? I, 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 oh, I absolutely 100% love. I own like about a million t-shirts and it is the, the thing I have. But I'll tell you right now, see when I'm folding my t-shirt and no part of my thinking, this gets me horny. Yeah, the, everything that comes out of her mouth is foreplay. Doesn't matter yeah. what she's saying. It can be like, yeah, I need some more toilet paper because I've got anal leakage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so... She's like, yeah, I'm a failed actor, too. Isn't that hot? Yeah. Mm. And so she's, like, very seductively showing him how to fold using this contraption, which I'm sure it works great, but it also seems like the way she's pitching it is this is really fast and efficient. She does it the slowest way possible. I'm like, this seems like it takes forever. I can fold the T-shirt in, like, two seconds. Yeah. Then she did like she does it. She did, she takes too much. Like you fold it. Like oh no, you don't. You just slap the t-shirt and you go one one fold done. That's yeah. it. It's like literally, boom, and boom. You know what I mean? Like it's like building pizza boxes. And oh, okay. Now I'm with you. I I can do yeah. that really quick. But yeah. So <laughs> sorry, Alan said in chat. You might think Aaron Martin never finished high school or something. I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> There might be something he, to yeah, that. Yeah, he's never set foot in a high school, I think. Is this, like, I think he has a very skewed view of the world and he's, high school. He's homeschooled. <laughs> that would explain so much. Yeah, he's, like, he's homeschooled by a porn star, clearly. Because yeah. that would only explain... A porn star with really strange views on gays. Because that would explain this script. And also uh, a series of very racist stepfathers. Oh, God, must have been. In and out. Yeah. Like a revolving door. <laughs> yeah. So this horned up teacher then is like, listen, if you ever want to talk about something or like nibble on my nipples or something, then, yep. you know, I live in the same building. So, you know, just hit me up sometime. I've, like, I've made like terrible life choices in the past. You know, you might be feeling a little bit, you know, regret or anything. And I think she thinks this is working. Absolutely. This is, like I said, this is all foreplay to her. This yep. is her saying, 
Like I am, I, we are about to get down. Yeah, and this and, is our best play in this scenario. Which yeah, this, might yeah. explain why she's going through so many this, vibrators. This is her <laughs> spitting her best game, <laughs> and Kit shuts this down. Um, like in a way, like he's a terrible character, but I kind of love this. Oh yeah, because like, the thing is, like at no point does he say anything overtly disrespectful to her, right? But and no more rude than what she's just said to him. He tells her, you know, I think it's super presumptuous to offer advice to someone you don't know, mm-hmm. and from where I'm standing, it seems like you're the person who's lost and in need of help, and not me. I really mm-hmm. enjoy my life, so I'm gonna go do that. And you have a good one. Yeah, and, basically, you have a good time with your folding apparatus. <laughs> yeah, with your plastic <laughs> folding thing, and then just fucks off. Yeah, it leaves her, and she is furious, bro. It's a real, like, huh, well, I mean, I mean, I wasn't coming on to you or anything. I mean, yeah. that's so crazy yeah. that you would think I was yeah. coming on. She's to you. literally, the thing is, she's like, at that point, she's just talking to herself now. And yeah. then she's doing the thing that we all do when we've, like, we've been in a confrontation. And like three minutes later, you come away with the best lines. If I just said this. Right. Um, yeah, that's the scenario she's in. She's frustrated, Bob, because I imagine she now has to wash the trousers and underwear that she was wearing during that conversation. Well, yeah, because she was at the bare minimum slightly moist at the beginning of the conversation. Oh, she was as frothy as the seawater at the coast around some stones. You know what I mean? Just like, I, I do. That that's poetry right there. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, cut back to the present day, mm-hmm. where Jen is leaving school after her exam. And she's kind of looking behind her because she feels like somebody's watching her. And Almost as if this is staged. Perhaps, perhaps, but... There was nothing there. There was not a sound or anything. And she's looking around as if she's waiting for the signal to the thing that she set up earlier on with her brother. Well, so if it is her brother, he I think is... Connor, Connor's not been in this nearly enough. That's why he's the killer. Right. And and we know that he's real. Yes, so we do it, know he's real. <laughs> so it can't be a real thing. <laughs> we know that... You, you, know, you know what would be the ultimate thing if our Martin pulled that trick twice? They'll, oh. never, they'll never suspect this again. If Connor was also dead... And and he Jen burned himself alive, but just never saw it. <laughs> I mean, would it surprise me? No, no. But no. Uh, you know, come now. It, all right. Yeah. I'm, so secretly, like, that's only, what I'm rooting for now. Yeah. The only scene we've seen off Connor was the very first episode where he was arguing with Jen over, um, what's her name? Fucking the mother. Yeah, uh, who was Renee, like, our, our yeah. tits? Yeah, our, our tits and drugs and alcohol and all the rest. So that's the only time we've seen him. So episode one is the last time we saw him, and now he exists in the form of text. So, but I think he's a real person. But I also think this is a setup. I think this whole scene is a red herring setup. Uh, almost a hundred percent convinced now. Okay, all right, all right. I'm, yeah, I, I'm reserving judgment, but I'm with you. Mm. Um, I think I think 
I think you're on to something. And because, again, like you said, Connor just hasn't been in it, and that makes yeah. him high on my list of suspects because Aaron Martin cleverly wants you not to think about who the killer is. Yeah. Uh, but I also I also now really like your idea of them being copycats. Yeah. I think that's cool. And, uh, yeah, Angel would be my prime suspect on the, the death of Kit at the moment just because – he fucking spiked him with something and also dipped his hands in the blood and rubbed it on his shirt and kept the shirt like it like a trophy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway uh, it's it's it is just so stupid duncan there is no nice character there's not we've said it before there ain't any nice characters in this entire fucking tv show is essentially just as a sea of horrible characters treading water yeah and that that's the biggest problem i think the show has and 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 has had for several seasons season one yeah since season one like like can you remember let's put this way out with sarah can you remember any characters from season well, and and Cam? Can you remember any characters from season one? Uh, the the reporter, the shitty reporter that wanted <laughs> like, that wanted. To yeah, fuck right, her. Like, can you remember any characters that don't have the word "shitty" in the description? Oh no! Every everyone on every episode, <laughs> every season of of Slasher is just a collection of the worst people you ever met. <laughs> It's like except except the mother. The mother was a fucking saint. Sarah's mother, the drunk one who was yeah. also doing shitty because she dropped a cinder block on a girl's head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, but you know, like, nobody <laughs> nobody's nerfed, you know. Um, <laughs> so she's got a cinder block. <laughs> Sorry. Boom, boom, boom. It gets difficult. It gets difficult with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Longer words. But yeah, so like the polysyllabic weapons. <laughs> this to me feels like a total setup because Jen's looking over her shoulder and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, the druid shows up and chases her around the car park. Yeah. Car it, lot, dude, it's a it. full-on sprint. Like they are oh, running yeah. like they're both trying out for track and field. Yes. Yes. And he like Sadia sees what's going down, and I like her move here of slamming uh, the hood of a car to set off yeah. a car alarm to draw. Such smart move. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. And uh, and and then the druid fucks off. Oh, there's a comment coming from Bib who says, "Oh no, I've just downloaded the first season to watch." Hopefully it's not too bad. It's not too bad compared to season three. <laughs> yeah, oh, the glory days of when we were watching season one of Slash. Season Duncan. one, I think we ripped it to shreds, but now in hindsight, we were maybe a bit too mean. <laughs> Had we known there was two levels below this, like the nine circles of hell, I think we probably would have been a slight, a, a slight bit kinder. But Bib, if there's something else you can watch that's been on the waiting list for a while, I would say prioritize that. Yeah. But if you want to hear somebody completely lose control of an accent. Oh, Sarah. Yeah. Hi, Ted, hi. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Is like, is she's, a, she's like a fine wine bow. Her accents are only getting worse with age. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, like, Jen's smacking cars. Alarms are going off. Teachers are getting involved. And guess what? The druid doesn't get her. Yep. That's right. Hmm suspicious very suspicious so after all this our horny teacher 
drags one of the kids that we saw earlier who was dressed up like the druid over. <laughs> he's literally, he's literally, this is a kid that was doing the Bunsen burner thing. He's literally just got out of whatever bollocking he got off his headmaster and then he found time to then dress in the druid costume and then go outside. This kid's a dickhead. Like a stone cold dickhead. Yeah. And he's like, you know, she tells him to apologize to Jen. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry that you thought I was the Druid and that I was chasing you, which yeah. I totally wasn't. And I, Which is maybe suck. the most authentic dialogue written for a teenager in this show. Yeah. Because that's what that kid would say. Like, it wouldn't be an apology. It'd be a passive-aggressive apology, and he nails it. Dude, I have been uh, playing that Back for Blood game. Uh, mm -hmm. with my buddy chad that i do pick six movies with and his son who's a, who's just becoming a teenager yep and it is hilarious to hear that kid talk that kid thinks that he that chad and i are the stupidest people on the planet and i love it yep. uh like he is he is so much a teenager and i adore every second of it and because i called his, his father chad well, yeah. While we're playing games, he has taken to calling his father Chad. Uh, oh, it's good. Because I every now and again in the background, I'll hear his mom say, why are you calling your father Chad? It's <laughs> well, chef's kiss, Duncan. I love it so much. It well, is I, I just want to, like, Bip has responded by saying that's disappointing. Seems like the Scream TV show. I was excited for that one, but it was disappointing. I can watch Dion Origins again. Yeah. I never did that. Was that worth Dawn Origins is interesting. Yeah, it, I I don't know that it's great, but it's yeah. it's it's something, you know. I will I will maybe watch that over Christmas. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So the teacher ends up trying to be kind of sympathetic towards Jen here. She's like, "I'm really sorry about you know the, you shouldn't have to deal with all this." And Jen is like, "My mom brought it on herself." Yeah, and and to, I'm like I'm like she brought up on herself I mean if only we could have a flashback to explain that phrase <laughs> your wish is granted <laughs> yay because <laughs> now we go to a flashback where Jen is watch uh, Jen's mom is watching the police after Kit's body has been discovered in the street mm -hmm. and she takes a picture of this b prone body yeah bloody body and like post it on 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 social media uh one presumes like a facebook kind of thing and says well you know maybe uh this wouldn't have happened if he wasn't a druggy slut hashtag yeah. reap what you sow and i was like the reaper boy the reaper on the nosy and then she <laughs> goes inside yeah. And and the next she, morning she goes she goes to bed yes. thinking mm. that the world is safe, right? Yeah. And she wakes up and the world is different. Dude, the, yes, everything has exploded. Jen is getting all these messages on her phone that is just message after message being like, "Hey, your mom's fucked up." Yeah. <laughs> and and then she sees the post that her mother made and she's like, oh my God. And my mom's her, fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And and then her, her brother comes in, Connor comes in and is like, did you see what mom did? And mm -hmm. she's like, yeah, I just woke up and saw this. What the hell? And they go out into, you know, their living room or whatever. And Renee and uh, the mom are just going through comments mm -hmm. and there's a local news story about it, about like, hey, 
we're yeah. it the, turns the, out the news story isn't the, the lead news story here isn't the dead body the murder suspect it's the comment posted on social media about the dead body yeah and and so their mother just starts weeping while uh we see that hashtag reap what you sow is now trending mm. and she has now become internet famous for being uh, like the world's first uh terrible karen yeah <laughs> and then we cut to a character that we just also could be a killer because of how rarely we see her mm -hmm. but it's this this girl amy that's a friend of noah's who is ah uh, yeah it's really in VR into, headset. yeah really into killing vr zombies yeah um, and and kept with her car yeah although you know it was ruled okay. it was an accident she was yeah that. manslaughter uh um, yeah or kit slaughter whatever kit slaughter kit the name of the car night rider never go it's full circle oh you like that line going on yeah if you anyway i i kind of want to watch that down the do you remember the two-parter of Knight Rider where there was uh, the evil Knight Rider truck named Goliath that they had to yes. stop? Yes! <laughs> that was awesome. I kind of want to watch that. that. I, I love that our, our show's just descended to that bigger. Remember that time that thing happened? That was awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. <laughs> we are doing the member. We're going to become member berries ourselves. This is what, don't get, this is how you get more listeners in, where we're just like literally talking about things that were awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We should stop yep. actually being critical <laughs> of the slasher show and just yeah. be like, just stop doing that. Well, the, after we do Pink Panther, it'll just become a Knight Rider. Uh, oh, Knight Rider cast. Yeah. yeah. We'll do one episode of Knight Rider and one of uh, Airwolf. I, like, you've, I, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't know if we're being serious or not, but yeah, I would do that. <laughs> like, yeah. We'd be doing it forever, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what the hell else we got to do? um <laughs> anyway while amy is doing her vr zombie killing this detective sneaks up on her again just walks into her house well she says like hey your door was open by the way and i knocked and you didn't answer because you're too busy karate chopping zombies <laughs> yeah it's she is like ah take it you son of a bitch come here i got gotcha. you i'm gonna kill you you motherfucker <laughs> and suck my non-existent dick <laughs> And I look, I enjoy VR as much as the next guy. Yeah. Maybe more so, but it's just a lot of grunting. I don't actually talk yeah. to uh these You're characters. Well, I'm 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 starting to think that you don't take it seriously enough. Um <laughs> well, all right. Uh. Um <laughs> anyway. So this detective is like, uh sorry I, I scared you, but I need to ask you if you've seen Noah. And she's like, no, nah, I've been home all day. He uh, he texted me, and the last text I got from him was, dairy-free cheese is an abomination. That's his final words. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not the worst. It's a, it's a fitting tribute to yeah. like he, a character who's about as fucking two-dimensional as the glass pane that the characters from Superman are trapped in. Uh, he died as he lived, bitching about yeah. stuff that's not important. 
and uh yeah and and but noah uh or they the detective tells amy like hey we went to noah's coffee shop and we found a whole like coffee carafe full of blood mm-hmm. which seemed unusual so, yeah it's not, it's not a thing we would expect in this upmarket you know right so Easter establishment if you happen to hear from him let us know and then they hand over a card and amy's like gotcha i'll let you know if i hear anything Headset goes right back on, and she goes back to poning some nibs. <laughs> she doing uh, three sixty no scope headshots. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jen and Sadia, meanwhile, are uh, walking home, and they're kind of wondering, like, who would be fucked up enough to dress like the druid and chase Jen around. Mm-hmm and well jen Jen makes a comment that she doesn't think it was the kid that was sent to detention because one her her memory her recollection of that guy was taller than the druid i don't know like maybe someone the size of connor um and was going (laughs) a lot faster than what that kid could run presumably at a speed that jen would be familiar with like her brother connor (laughs) yeah and so uh, sadia is like we should call the police and to further your theory, Jen's like, no, 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 we're not going to call the police. There, it's ca- hashtag cahoots. Like, I'm telling you right now. Hashtag cahoots. <laughs> hashtag cahoots. That's, I'm telling you, it's the two of them. Like, the more we're talking about now, the more, like, I've forgotten that she dissuaded her from from phoning the cops. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'm, it's now, it's, it's all but, like, that case closed, book them, Dano. <laughs> Robert Stack's about to come out in a trench coat and... <laughs> Mystery solved. So, so Jen does ask her though, is she a Sadia? She's like, Hey, I want you to hang with me tonight, so at least we're together and I can kill you. Yeah, um, just 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 stay with me tonight. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen is my crazy mum will start shouting at you and terrifying you and insinuating that you too should be set on fire. I mean, that's yeah. the worst thing that could happen. The best thing that could happen is pillow fight. Well, yes, sexy pillow fight with the, the their biology teacher or whatever. <laughs> like she, like why is she in here? Well, she's invited to every pillow fight. Yeah, um, it's like she's not even invited. She just shows up. It's like Beetlejuice. As soon as we start having a pillow fight, she just appears. It's showtime in in sexy underwear. Um, <laughs> but yeah, speaking of the sexy teacher. She goes to her car in a now empty parking lot where her car is like a mile and a half away from the school. Because slasher. Yeah. By the way, she's walking up towards her car, taking selfies on her phone because remember, it's mobile phones, technology, and the internet. Yeah. And she's taking, you know, she's like, you know what this massive dick to man will really appreciate? Photos of me surrounded by dilapidated buildings. That's yeah. Makes me look hotter. No, yeah, nothing is sexier than a backdrop of crabgrass pushing through asphalt. Yeah, like, used hypodermic needles will get him hard. <laughs> it's when she get, <laughs> don't get when she gets in her car, she yeah. looks in the rear view and there is the druid. Yeah, just hanging out, and she doesn't like like it's two seconds away from her looking, and she's like that, and the druid going hello, yeah. <laughs> just like hi, hi there. <laughs> And, I was kind of hoping that you wouldn't have noticed that I was sitting back here 
as early in the car journey, I was hoping that the ignition would at least be started and maybe we would have started traveling. But it's okay. I am uh, diverse in my employment of killing techniques that I can escalate my plans and switch to, you know, just capture the essence of the moment. <laughs> because she gives this guy a razzin, like, I don't know what's happening here, but you, student, presumably student, who has broken into my car, which, I, I, and I mean, that is an escalation, right? Earlier on, you pretended with Bunsen burner flames that, you know, you you were the dead mother of one of the kids in school. Then I thought that maybe you were the druid running around, like, chasing after this kid with a fake axe, and I made you apologise from, and also took your costume off you, so you don't have your costume anymore. You've now acquired a new costume mm-hmm. and are sitting in the back of my car after breaking into my car. This is the point where I'm like that, you know, like, you hate this kid, clearly. You phone the fucking police. This is breaking an error, bro. And instead, she's just like, listen, I'm slightly put out by all this. Will you please get out of my car also? What the fuck, bro? It, it is the most unnatural reaction to seeing a human being in the back of your car unexpectedly. But I had it in my head because your theory, your predominant theory, was that she was the dread. Right. So when he was in the back of the car, I was like, right, this is our partner. Yeah, yeah, that okay. Th- for this a, we are for a second, like, yeah, you know, what I mean? for a second, I was like, that all right, but was right, and I was right, yay. <laughs> it was like, we're so smart, we're so smart, and then he chloroforms, and I was like, that why would he do that? Like, why would they chloroform the killer? Yeah, huh? and so we cut away from that for now because we got to draw out this whole sequence, and we go back to Jen and Sadia who are showing up at Jen's place. And as soon as Renee sees Sadia, she is like, get her out of my house. Yeah. And she keeps saying a door is not a wall until it's locked and, and Sadia should burn. And you're like, what, what again? And she's like, that's right. A door is, is not a wall and and it's until it's locked. Also, when is a door, not a door when it's a jar. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the water and this is the well. Drink deep. It's the most nonsense. Like, she's like, a door is not a wall until it's locked. No, it's a locked door. Yeah. Um. So, like, I, I'm sorry, Rainy. I don't want to be the one to burst your bubble here, but it's still a door. What it has matter doesn't physically change, even if it's got a lock. What has four legs in the morning, two legs in the day, and three legs in the evening? That is my <laughs> riddle to you, Sadia. <laughs> uh it's a man it's man duncan it's the the oldest riddle in the world it's the riddle of the sphinx um ah yes the old sphinx riddle yeah (laughs) the old i gave her the old sphinx riddle duncan (laughs) now she's pregnant Um, we've all been there yeah uh he never did uh right so yeah like so i like like like, puts the feet of god at the side of the side is like maybe i should go and i was like yes Let's not stay with the crazy woman that tried to immolate herself a couple of days ago with water. The per- fact it's on the same day. It happened earlier on in the day. Perhaps we need another flashback, Duncan. I, I mean, it would clear things up for me, though. So we go back to a year ago where uh, it, it's them arguing about the, the post again. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. Jen's mom and et cetera. And we see Sheriff Dan lingering in the shadows, all racist-like. <laughs> Yeah, like he's got the racist racist light on, so he's all like kind of covered in a kind of neon hue, so uh-huh. to speak. 
He's just he's got the leer of John Voight from fucking Anaconda, where he's just like, yeah. So you two, uh, you've been posting much on the internet. Uh, you know, it's just it's, it's all weird and it's all wrong. And they noticed that the door has had something, some obscenity spray painted on it that we'll not see until the camera zooms back out. And she said she says something along the lines of, you know, this is our apartment. You know, we live here. Uh, to which a racist guy says, my people were here long before yours. And I'm like, yeah. like one, unless I'm mistaken, and I might be genuinely, because I, I, like Benny's difficult to place. Um, she's also clearly been pigeonholed in this fucking series as well. Like, I, I'm assuming that, like, Renny's white. Yes. And he's white. Yes. So, like, is he lesbians? Is that what he means? Yeah, lesbians, yeah longer than lesbians. Yes, lesbians didn't come over on the Mayflower. Yeah, well, he's not, not bad as bullshit, but um... he also <laughs> calls them fellas. Hey there, fellas. Yes. Uh, yeah. Which is really. <laughs> mm. I forgot what we're doing, Brimley. For yeah, him. yeah. He's sure. not been in it much. He's really not been in it yeah. much. So, and then he uh, he does the hey, uh, how about uh, I stick my tongue out real fast like that? God damn it. <laughs> and. <laughs> And then, while this is going on, Sadia and her family are rolling by, too. <laughs> and this is where, like, Jen's mom gives them a real stink eye. Yeah. Because they, but they didn't do anything other than they not do say anything, anything. Other than, yeah, other than see a fucking horrific message. Like, I think they're more kind of perturbed by the message on the door than they are by the actions of the characters yeah and the door we get the pullback on the door and it says rape the reapers is what yeah, it says rape the, rape the reapers and uh, can i just stress that impression earlier on like if you want to give your woman some serious loving you deploy some brimley tongue yeah <laughs> right, on, right, on. <laughs> right, right there how about you get on the bed god damn it you spread your legs and i'm gonna eat at the white I'm packing a look. Look, I did not spend a large portion of my life as a bouncer, goddammit, not to be able to wrestle with a vagina. Yeah, you know you'd be good at it as well because a part of being a bouncer is having a toothpick in and doing that kind of stuff with your tongue. Yeah. Moving it around. His tongue muscles must have been incredible, though. I also think he would just be an attentive and caring lover. I would like to say, like, I think that he just wants to come inside, Bo. And I think if he wants to come inside, he needs to spend a bit of time doing a bit of foreplay first. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what. I'm going to go down on you, and then I'm going to come inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. Yep. He, he also needs to make sure that they're, you know, that they're ready to accept his his his, his throbbing Brimley member. That, um, that's what he says but, after he pops a couple of Cialis. I'm all right. Yeah. I want to come inside. <laughs> Like, because he understands that, um, like, uh, it's not a wall if they're locked legs. You have to be unlocked to make them not a wall. To make That's them a right. Uh, so, like, uh, yeah, so, like, a little bit, like, yeah, we'll, we'll get this flashback, which adds nothing to the scene out with Rennie's fucking nuts um, yeah. and blames everyone. Well, and yeah, and so. Except where that blame should be, which is on herself for really telling her partner that she's about to throw her out. Well, make yeah. her homeless, which it's is like, the catalyst for burning herself. It's like they say: whenever you point a finger at somebody else, you have three fingers pointing back at you, and one the shocker bow. That's right. I, I know all about that. That's the three right. fingers pointing back. Is that, no, there's the shocker. That's yeah, it's the that shocker. Is. Three fingers pointing back, bow. <laughs> well, that's one finger pointing back and three fingers 
pointing <laughs> at the 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 pee hole and the poop hole. <laughs> I'm so glad you clarified that. That's uh well that's science, Duncan. I didn't go to hoo hoo school for nothing. Um you blinded me with science. 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 So <laughs> we have been working together for far too long. <laughs> so after this flashback, we get Jen and Sadia chase each other down the hall. Uh mm. where uh, Jen is like, Hey, I'm really sorry that my mom's crazy. And Sadi is like, no, 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 this is on me. I should have stepped up when people were being terrible to your mothers and I didn't. And I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, I was only I was only a 15-year-old girl, but I should have taken the responsibility of clearing your mother's name for something that she openly did. Also, <laughs> I'm clearly being harassed by the same guy in the building. Yes. So yes. sorry I didn't stand up and plant a flag for your mom. When your mom clearly isn't helping me none, so uh, whatever. yeah, like and and also once again to to I don't know defend your mom from the clearly horrendous act that she did. She posted that online. Her her yeah, excuse yeah. is she didn't think she had enough followers, Bo, for it to mean anything. Right. Yeah. Well, I didn't know the gun was loaded. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's real cheap. <laughs> yeah so uh too soon probably yeah uh, so she uh but but jen is like you know what we're cool we will yeah. we'll meet later so that we're not alone tonight don't worry about it like we're you and i are good yeah we, we'll meet later on maybe the last episode of this show where i'm revealed as one of the killers Oh, I I so hope you're right. I'm I'm just adopting. I'm, I'm now I'm now in it. Like, but you're right. Like one of these, like either Connor or Jen will be out by the end of the next episode, and I will be sitting here going, I don't want to. I don't want to have to use the phrase Ah, Aaron Martin, you fooled me again. Yeah, I. But see, I'm just bought in. Like I'm so bandwagon on this, where I'm like, <laughs> Duncan, you're 100 right, and this is totally what I'm in on. Until yeah, I have I was... an idea that I think is slightly better, and then I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you, Duncan! You're the dumbest person I've ever met, and here's why." <laughs> like, because it totally makes sense now, though, that we're concentrating on the kit murder. Yeah. Where I think that's not what we should be concentrating on. I think we should be concentrating on this. Yeah, on the the mother murder. Yes. Well, not even mother. It's suicide. Not mother suicide. Yeah. After she did a and the terrible fact that thing. No one in the building. No one in the building helped out, and it's everyone in the building that's being killed. Yeah. And Al, don't get Alan. Don't think I, I didn't see your comment in chat. We'll get to that. So uh, we flash back again to a sex teacher crying on the phone after some guy stands her up on a date. Yeah. And she's calls a friend of hers. And uh, is this is the night of Kit's murder, and she's in her car. She drives by Kit, who is all, you know, dosed up on a Mickey. Yeah. And um, she's like, oh, my God. Uh, uh, or he's he's like, I, I really fucked up. Could you give me a ride home? And she's like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> she's like, I, I'm going to use my infinite powers of recall here to basically recall a conversation that we had earlier in which you said you didn't need my help i'm gonna be smug while doing it yeah so she yeah is yeah she's like you know i think you could probably use the air besides you don't need my help remember barry <laughs> and, and he's <laughs> like remember when you didn't need my help remember 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, I need some help. And yeah. she just drives past him. And, you know, this is why she's guilty of being a person or whatever. And so she wakes up in the present day in the classroom where the druid is just kind of creeping around her. And she's all bound and gagged, spread out uh, upon this table. Mm-hmm. And he's got a scalpel and just starts cutting. Cut, yeah. cuts, cuts right into her belly and then get some bolt cutters and starts c- taking care of the ribs. Yep. And so he rips her open and she dies. Like we see the light go out of her eyes. Murder teacher is done. Murder teacher turns out to be no murder teacher. Yeah. Uh, which is a real, when that happened, I was like up until th- she died. Yeah. I was like, Oh, <laughs> it could still be her. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, she, this is all she's staging all this. Yeah. Um, but no, it's she's just dead. a flesh wound. She can walk that off. I uh, feel there's a, there's a... happy. I feel happy. There's a there's a, a question in our chat here about the Legion podcast Patreon bowl that I believe you can answer. Yeah. Okay. So w- w- you and I, we specifically do not have a Patreon for this show. This is no. all under the Legion podcast banner. Yep. So like we're when you are subscribing to this show and watching this YouTube channel and so forth, if you are if you're dropping a couple of bucks in the. Uh, the legion podcast patreon that is 100 percent where you ought to be putting it and if you yeah. uh if you need a link to that it's just patreon.com forward slash legion podcast all one word and um yeah so you can get uh exclusive stuff there and early access to stuff there and uh yeah so thank you so much if you are enjoying the stuff that you're hearing and you're dropping us a, a buck or two a month and we don't ask for much we're not we're a humble people duncan a yes. humble, swarthy people. Let me drink from my golden chalice. Yes. <laughs> as we as I sit on my throne of platinum. <laughs> um yeah, but they I mean thanks thanks for, for supporting everything. And also, if I can pitch one show that's on the uh the Patreon, it's the the Ouija Experiment Experiment, which is a monthly show where me and a rotating series of guests talk about movies with the word Ouija in the title. And you might be surprised to learn those movies aren't very good. <laughs> what? Who knew, Duncan? I know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Um. Yes, but thank you. And also, Alan uh, points out. Let's. Uh, we'll come back to that. We'll talk about that on the back end. I want to. I want to. I want to address we'll circle that. Circle back. We'll circle the wagons back. And mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so yeah, so. Uh, sexy teacher is dead now which is a real bummer for my pet theory <laughs> um and then Viv <laughs> also says <laughs> humble people i've heard the round tables look <laughs> just because i'm right doesn't mean i'm not humble <laughs> <laughs> that's well, what i love about doing those round tables is i know for a fact that everyone plays themselves off as something else in their own shows and then when they come in the round tables the real person's exposed <laughs> i like to think that when it comes to the round tables what i am bringing uh to to that environment is not just expertise duncan 
Although mm. that is true too. Oh but, yeah, yeah, high but, level. But what? But what I bring to the roundtables isn't just the a high level of expertise, as you pointed out, but it it is an air of humility. Uh, I'm I'm more of a mouthpiece for the common man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and woman. Let's not yeah. be, you know, I'm not going to be a genderist about this, that uh, basically I'm the voice of the audience in a lot of ways on the round table. Is how I, I I've, had, I've had plenty of emails that said, finally, we have a voice. Fine, I'm the Vox Populi <laughs> of, of the round table series. So anyway um hey uh speaking of sheriff dan let's get back to him he, there's a knock on her, his door he is naturally again we've like, we forgot he was a character in this realistically because we've not seen him since episode one we can also rule him out as a suspect because he's never sober never sober and he's never left this apartment <laughs> right and uh so he wakes up or comes to however you want to look at it and it's sadia looking for Cassidy he's like well god what are you uh, hey I am nursing a hangover and working on another one god damn it why why are you disturbing my slumber and she's like hey Cassidy stole my phone will you check in Cassidy's room and he's like I most certainly will not that's literally and I don't blame him because we saw what happened earlier on in that day in that room and she was getting fucked six weeks to Sunday so yeah, I'm not going in there. First of all, it smells like semen, and it ain't yeah. mine. So I do not go. That is basically a man marking his territory. You go in my bedroom, the kitchen, the yeah. living room, or the whole closet, you will smell my scent. I think that's what they call pulling a Weinstein. I'm not yeah. sure. Barely sure that's what they call it. Uh, don't get near a plant pot. Um, but yeah, like he's like, I'm, I, I totally won't do that, and he closes the door, so... We this mobile phone thing as a concept <laughs> has been stretched out far too far in this episode. Like already uh, yeah. with three episodes, and I'm over this mobile phone thing. Just let's get it back to her, or let's get it out of the story. I'm excited at the midpoint of the season when we discover that Cassidy is dead. Um, it, I, like maybe, maybe it might, might be the last episode, Bo. Maybe. So anyway, we cut back to uh, this asshole kid. Talk, uh, that was dressed up like uh, the druid earlier, talking to his buddy about going to a party, yeah, uh, for the, you know the summer solstice party, and they're going in the biology classroom to get something. May I can't remember what they're getting. Maybe it's his rubber axe or something. Well, like it was confiscated by the teacher, so they're going yeah. back in to speak to the teacher, and they just walk in, yeah, and just go straight to the desk and lift their gear, right. And there is sexy teacher with her organs arranged around here, a la the frogs that were being dissected earlier in the day, mm -hmm. which again li li lends further credence to the fact that it was it's Jen who did it. It's a student. Well, Jen specifically, because she had to take this stupid test. And she and did label it organs. really, really, really well, Bo. And did it fast. Yep. Yep. Jen is the killer, together. or at least a killer. If she's a killer, Connor's a killer. Well, if Connor's a killer, then clearly I'm a no. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think what you're failing to realize, Duncan, is I killed Kit. <laughs> we are we <laughs> the audience are the killer. <laughs> um. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, this fucking show. All right, and that's the end of the of yeah. episode three. It yeah, the, is, the two boys scream like girls, and then it stops. Yeah, and so I would say, what are our predictions? But I think we've already said what our predictions are. Yeah. So, like, so our, our predict. I think our predictions is I'm definitely going. I'm sticking with my two killers idea. Um, doubling down with Connor and Jen, and I am now subscribing to your theory that the this is a copycat killing because that fills in the this doesn't make sense for why they would kill Kit mm. uh, unless there's an altercation that we've not seen in a flashback where they do something nasty to Jen's mum and they get like they take it upon themselves to do something revengey I don't know but at this stage you have to kind of shorten the suspect list down now to people in that building and who holds a grudge over Kit was definitely not the teacher um but it could very well be Angel. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm kind of I, into this, uh, this particular theory that we yeah. have two sets of killers essentially. Yeah, I like it. Um, I, I, I like that. Yeah, I'm down for this. Now we just need to wait a, a, a couple of weeks until we're completely proved wrong. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that point, um. <laughs> oh, best Kirsty Alley in Village of the Damned cosplays as Ellen <laughs> McPherson. That's very good, sir. <laughs> Tip of the hat for that. Also, let me let me do this other comment that Alan made. Uh calling it now Aaron Martin to show uh show run a terrifier series. Uh, which it's is, almost inevitable now. That is the most Ugh. like appropriate combination of concepts I've heard in some time. Try to think what I despise more. I think I despise Terrifier more than I do. Yeah, Flasher. yeah. Because the thing is, Aaron Martin thinks he's he's saying something that's response socially responsible. Yeah, he's, he's just he doesn't have the tact, the wit, or the you know the clout to do any of that. Whereas yeah. like Terrifier doesn't have any of that. So. Ugh. So yeah, but I think that that would be if if that were to come out as a thing that was going to happen, then mm -hmm. I would be like, yeah, that totally makes sense. That yes. is similar ethos, to be sure. Um, mm -hmm. Duncan, yes, we'll be back in <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks to talk about more of this, uh, whether people like it or not. <laughs> and in the in the meantime, where can people find you if they want to hear more out of you? Yeah, if they want to check out more of my stuff, currently I am working through uh, 31 of October. So um, basically doing many reviews of those movies and seven movie chunks. Um, so yeah, there's, there's some stuff over there. Some that I have genuinely loved, others that I have deeply hated. Uh, they can check that out, as well as this Halloween, where I drop a what will be about an 11-hour episode, uh, which is a Russian roulette franchise retro on the entire Halloween franchise with, what well, I think there's like 10 guest hosts on that one as one massive like episode to get you through November. <laughs> you've, been, you've been listening to it for a month um, so yeah you can check that out on podcast under the service it's tputzcast.com which is the website or or 
uh, podcast under the stairs wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, very nice. Um, and for me, if you would like to hear more of my nonsense, uh, over on legionpodcast.com is everything that I do as well as, uh, you know, plenty of other shows, plenty of other great creators and so forth over there. Uh, so, you know, subscribe to the Legion podcast, uh, feed wherever it is that you get your podcast and you'll get everything i do plus a bunch more stuff if you just want to hear my stuff and god bless you and and uh you should probably seek help um <laughs> you can you can find me and my buddy chad on pick six movies you can find me and my buddy duncan right here on duncan of Come correct and then literally everything else i i do is under uh the dark parade which is sort of a, i mean it's a new show but it's also a lot of stuff that i've done for a while as well as some new stuff um mm. but and that has uh, yes a a a some some out what is the simulacrum simulacrum anyway this is what it looks like to see someone have a stroke on here i <laughs> i taste i taste pennies duncan <laughs> pennies um yeah. I, I think you missed an opportunity to call it bo's bizarre um well that because you don't want to review uh, to be both bizarre and stupid. <laughs> so you could go down the old Bob Bordello route and have it have it as Bo's bizarre bizarre. That's not bad. Uh, yeah, well, I, so so Dark Parade or the Dark Parade is how you'll find it on the pod uh, catcher of your choice. Um, it's Morbid Mondays, which is kind of mm -hmm. a news and chat show sort of thing. And then every Wednesday is an actual movie and where, you know, talk about movie series and so forth. And then um, in between that stuff, there's bonus stuff like the what you're watching with Jamie and Bo is there. Um, a, a monthly thing that I do with Kate Pollock called The Heart of Horror, uh, which I there's only one of those so far. And I can't recommend that enough. It's very funny. Um, not because of me. Kate is just a natural and holy God. The stories that she has about her dating life are just my favorite things ever. And, um, yeah, so all of that stuff is over there. Also, found footage fool, me me doing found footage movies, all of that mm -hmm. stuff. And there's going to be more stuff. I'm going to be doing more dumb stuff uh, uh, as well. So, anyway, that's where you can find all my stuff. Uh, be sure that you are, of course, following T-Putz Cast on uh, Twitter and, and following on facebook and also dark parade pod on twitter and uh the facebook as well uh the only thing left to do then is to say to duncan say good night duncan see you left a space there because you knew there would be a chance i forget what you say but good night duncan ah darn you yeah, we'll see everybody in two weeks. Yeah, let's burn it down, burn it down. <laughs>